0: Ahoy there, and welcome back to Delmanstown, episode 30. I'm your co-host, Luke, he, him, sometimes they, them, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Janine.
1: Hi, I'm Janine. My pronouns are she, they, and... I don't have a thing to throw out. I thought I would. This is the Janine problem. Always trying to set up for a joke and then not being able to land it. It, pay- it pays off like 25% of the time and every other time I explain this exact same bit on this exact same podcast.
0: It It's fine. I... I had a lot of ideas for bits that I was going to start doing this episode. Just didn't have the time for it. Uh, because Zelda. Ah. The, those Kingdom Tears. They have been keeping me up late. So... Without without the glow, it's nine o'clock. Without the glow of the Zelda, without me putting in my amiibos to see what delightful little treats they have. I, I feel my energy fading. So let's get along with episode thirty. But first, Janine, I uh I had some oh! mints in the last episode. Uh for one thing, we didn't actually cover episode one eighty-six even though we said that we covered episode 186 and uh yeah i i'm not sure what happened i think i just stopped watching the episodes at a point was just like yeah that's that's everything and it wasn't uh the other one is that lancelot uh was that lancelot link detective champ was broadcasting color not black and white
1: all of the Lancelot links that and Lancelot link heads. I don't know what your fandom calls yourselves, but you can stop sending us angry emails now.
0: Also, please stop sending me your fanfic. We're not going to read it. Well, no, I... You did read uh, it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not erotic but it is definitely not like upgraded for the modern era
1: well if you get enough uh if you get enough lancelot links inside of a, a room typing up on typewriters you might get a better fan fiction
0: i feel like you're more likely to end up with like a lot of dead chimps because they can be very territorial especially if that's all just going to be male chimpanzees typewriters are pretty heavy too Mm -hmm. the blurst
1: of times well let's save us a boatload of dead chimps so we can talk about what we do on this podcast
0: tell you where you can get your best dead fresh chimp meat I mean talk about that (laughs) Uh, Simpsons and One Piece concurrently I can't Uh,
1: wait to eat that monkey
0: Uh, Well, hey, if you want to start eating the metaphorical monkey, uh, we're slowly (laughs) posting the episodes to YouTube as well. I am paying my sister to turn them into YouTube videos, because when I tried to do it, it took a lot of time and did not look good.
1: Thank you, Luke's sister, who I am assuming is also named Luke.
0: For my convenience. I mean... Sure, let's go with that. Uh, This week we are going to talk about episodes that initially ran between September 21st and November 2nd, 2003. There was only two Simpsons episodes during this time. Uh, One of them is quite a doozy. Uh, That first one is Codependence Day, where Homer and Marge start drinking together. They go too far. Marge tries to quit. Homer frames her for drunk driving. Marge goes to rehab and realizes that she likes spending time with Homer for some reason. And she's addicted to Homer. And also Bart and Lisa get really upset about the Star Wars prequels because this was, again,
1: 2003. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have that sooner. But um, I think even I, as a young child you know the demographic that those star wars prequels were set for actually enjoyed the first few films
0: i i mean that's that's a weird statement there janine i know okay. uh so this would have been like the year after attack of the clones came out
1: ah okay so we don't really have the renaissance of liking them from what they are that happens
0: a little bit after Revenge of the Sith happened. This is before we start to get the retcons or sort of the development out that we get from all of the Star Wars animated series.
1: Ah. Is this the... So this is also the era where we're like seeing really good Star Wars video games, but like just kind of like the tail end of them before they just start getting few and few like is lucas art still a thing like in video game wise in yeah 2008? yeah
0: because i don't believe they got dissolved until uh disney bought them out luckily i'm already on wikipedia um, when was knights
1: of the old republic 2's out i feel like it's around that era
0: uh, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic 2 was in 2004, so a year later. But Knights of the Old Republic 1 would have been out at this point.
1: Ah, so we would have a little bit of an idea
0: of what good Star Wars looked like. Mm-hmm. Well, and this would have also been when you were getting the Jindy Tartosky, or Tartosky, uh Clone Wars animated stuff. I really like the Kit Fisto episode of that one. I've not actually watched those ones because they came out at a point where I was just not really watching as much uh, like Toonami or whatever they were showing those. Ooh. It's a little yeah. bit
1: surprising for a person who has watched so much Yu-Gi-Oh! Or was it just Reddit.
0: Janine, the Yu-Gi-Oh! the original series, most of the episodes aren't on the major streaming channels. They have, like, the first season that gets you through Duelist Kingdom. And then, like, uh, the Duke Devlin arc, which is much more tame than the uh, manga. And, uh, yeah. I, I'd love to watch more Yu-Gi-Oh! but most of it's not online or not through normal streaming channels. <laughs>
1: well, I still I'm still happy bringing it up because I do like when we diverge from both shows that we're supposed to be talking about so much so we end up talking about another show.
0: Listen, I've thought about joking with you about doing a uh like star wars uh animated series podcast but i am still on the point where abby is not letting me start any new podcasts and the uh tom jones podcast that i was joking about starting uh what's old pussycat (laughs) is uh still slightly more interesting but Tom Jones' discography being hard to find on the internet, like having entire albums missing, is kind of putting a hamper on that. Um, but yeah, uh, Homer does what might be his worst thing, where he uh, trunk drives, gets in an accident, and then frames Marge for it.
1: This will later be recanted by wrestler and current AEW champion MJF, In a promo where he, too, was drunk driving and switches places with an unconscious person next to him in order to avoid losing his license. And he does that to get heat. He did, yeah. So many people, for for real, in real life, non-kayfabe, called the police on him. (laughs) Go go see if you can get that promo if you want. Like I have no idea
0: when it was posted or who it was against, but damn, yeah, you you saw that and sent that to me, and it's it's a solid promo. It is a solid promo, but it also is like Simpsons did it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh the other episode that came up is the Wandering Juvie, where Bart. Uh, gets sent to juvie for faking a wedding homer gets hired as a guard to protect bart bart is forced to escape uh with gina a teenage prisoner or a female prisoner and ultimately gina turns herself in because she sees that bart's a good kid and then the simpsons family has dinner with her it's all right i enjoyed is a weird choice yeah it's one of those where i remember just seeing it multiple times on like Sunday night repeats. Stuff like the wood carving bit uh, where Cletus uh, sometimes carves things from the future and we see Wiggum being mauled by a bear and then later on William actually gets mauled by a bear. It's, it's good.
1: I found myself like another one that just kind of delighted me that made me think that if would have been if you if it was earlier in the simpsons history i could just believe you because it i'm not going to say completely solid
0: on the writing because i don't know there's some stuff that doesn't work like it it takes a while to get to the point and it's very much the early late season stuff where you just veer wildly off of course from where you started
1: yeah because like but, yeah but but by the by the very end of it it's like okay they they wanted to do another prison parody mm-hmm. this is kind of like a another way to do this uh i'm surprised that it took this long for bart to actually go to juvenile detention when he like in other in other times had gone to a military school Mm -hmm. or Um, got
0: uh tied together with his father
1: yeah so um seeing this as like oh this would have been a logical conclusion for somebody who's like misbehaving this much and Mm -hmm. actually seeing it play out in this way Mm -hmm. um you could be like oh well he has done that and guess what we were able to get uh these prison movies parodied in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, new characters that we have available to use include Jim Jam Box. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. yeah! Uh we I I feel like we're both on the side of we need to stop hating on Star Wars' Ahmed Best character, Jar Jar Binks, because. Jar Jar came from a place of. ignorance? But, uh, you know, he has merits.
1: It's not about where a character comes from inside of a series, especially when the person sells it off that originally made it. It's about what you can get out of it. And sometimes it's seeing Jar Jar as a senator for Naboo hmm
0: and sometimes he pretends to be a jedi on accident. These things are fine, <laughs> yes, uh, we also get like an a t a t Jim Broadbent, the actual actor, hip hop garlic bread, uh Gina Vendetti, uh laurel and Hardy, moon Hilda, and Forge Master along with others. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, So, this week, though, we are covering One Piece episodes 186 through 189. This includes Capriccio to Destruction, The Impending Doom of Sky Island.
1: Guidance from the Sounding Bell, The Great Warrior and Tales of an Explorer.
0: Released from disgrace. The tears of the great warrior. Eternal
1: friendship. The bell of oath echoes throughout the giant ocean.
0: Yeah, and so before we get into initially what this episode was all going to be focused on, it's kind of like, oh, well, I guess I did leave us with a point of we need to see what those One Piece crew are up to. So, uh, the Ark Maxim is sinking because Sanji had sabotaged it. So, Enel works to stabilize it using a bunch of jet dials, which is a very Minecraft thing to do. Uh, and Usopp uses that time to go and save Sanji uh, before regrouping with Nami. Luffy, meanwhile, got that big old gold ball on his uh, hand, and Isa, who is somehow carrying Pierre, the magical horse bird. Uh, they run through the ruins trying to get back to Giant Jack, the massive beanstalk, because at the top of Giant Jack is a barrel. And uh, is worried about her homeland being destroyed, and Luffy's like, all right, that's more motivation than I need. So Luffy drops the pair off with Robin, and then Nami's group finds Robin, and everyone is reunited, except for Luffy, who is now trying to save Nami from the ship, unaware that she got off the ship And so now Nami has to chase after Luffy and the Waver, while everyone else heads back towards the going Merry. Shenanigans. I really
1: can't fathom reading all of this in a manga, just the different directions that everybody is kind of going through. And like Before every episode, they have like a little thing where they'll show like where characters have gone in relation to different parts of the map. And Mm -hmm. they kind of broke that map and just made a new map just to describe the elevation that different people are taking now. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's nuts.
0: Yeah. Oh, and this is still One Piece before it's going all off. Because now it's like, oh, uh we have more crew members. All of them will have their own individual enemy to fight. But also here's all these supporting characters who are in their own fights. Like current shit is wild. Well here's I'm... A cat with lasers. What the fuck? Just
1: other things you could casually throw on me that I'm going to forget that Yeah, yeah. You're welcome i'm trying to set inside of my memory like remember a cow with lasers remember
0: a cat a cat cat. you know a you know that oh my god
1: (laughs) that makes the same amount of sense but it seems more acceptable if it's a cat
0: (laughs) oh yeah why would a cow have lasers
1: If you can find a reason why, let us know.
0: We'll send you a no prize. And we'll give a cow lasers. (laughs) We're from the Heifer Project, but now with lasers. Uh, We are looking to provide cows to... Heifer is an acronym,
1: actually. We don't know what
0: it spells out, but it's very impressive. (laughs) Here, everyone. (laughs) Free, endangered, and then we just skip the bovine... Uh, be in heifer yeah you know that's we're just totally faking it alone cow lasers laser cows both are good uh yeah elsewhere the evacuation of skypea is continuing with the skypeans and the uh, shandorians working together as the storm cloud continues to grow and the chief is begging the great warrior Kalgara to protect them. And as uh, the rest of the Straw Hat crew is leaving with Wiper and Gonfall, Wiper sees lightning strike his village and he remembers a story that his chief told him about Kalgara's friend, Mont Blanc Noland. And then we put in the harp music like the Blum, lum, plum lum, lum. lum, lum, lum uh yeah so Kogura is this warrior with immense power who's protected the island of Jaya from pirate outsiders and Nolan is a brave captain of the sea whose crew is on the verge of starvation but Nolan's just like oh yeah fuck it I'll go and grab a fish from the ocean and as they are like in a storm nolan hears the ringing of a bell meanwhile on uh, the island the priest chia uh, believes that the island has been cursed and he's like uh we gotta make a sacrifice for the gods because all these people are getting sick now so nolan and his crew arrive on jaya where they heard the bell Nolan finds Seto, a young warrior who he and the doctor immediately diagnose as being sick with tree fever, a disease that affects both people and plants. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, we got a we got a cure for this." And the Shantorians, meanwhile are ready to feed Moose, a teen woman to Kashigami, a massive snake. And Nolan's like, "Oh, no." Nah. And beheads this snake that is worshipped like a god in front of everybody. Nolan! That's, 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 uh... That's how you make an entrance, not how you make a helpful entrance.
1: Now, this is the same kind of snake that we've seen everybody else had a lot of problem with before, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh. The big old snake, Nola?
1: Yeah, so that's, like, fucking weird that, like, somebody
0: can be able to kill one so fast. You know, uh I, I think there's a reason for that. Which is that snake's been enhanced with living in the sky. Like all the trees got so much bigger. Up in up in the sky and all the birds got bigger. So I think it's the same idea. Snake gets stronger.
1: Terrifying.
0: Mm-hmm so Kalgra, and Nolan clash, and Kalgra is like, all right, Moose, go kill yourself. And Nolan stops her, gets stabbed by Kalgra, and he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to let you sacrifice people to the gods, especially because science can help you with this thing. We understand how it works. And the chief is just like, all right, uh, we will give you until the morning to fix things, otherwise your entire crew is going to be sacrificed. Which, you know, is kind of standard. You give him a shot. And, like, we already see that Seto has been cured uh, of the tree fever. Nolan works to find a Kona tree, which he needs for the rest of the cure. And, unfortunately, in the morning, an earthquake traps Nolan. And Koguro finds him, and he's like, Yeah, look, the gods didn't want you doing this. Sucks to suck. But back at the site... Uh, Seto it was there stopping the Shandorians from killing Nolan's crew early. And so Nolan's trying to figure out how to talk to Kalgra and explain things. To him. And Kalgra's like, yeah, I don't want to sacrifice my daughter, Moose. Is there a better way? And that is when another large snake appears to eat Nolan. This one doesn't get a name. Uh, this one does... Get killed, though, because Noland explains what tree fever is and how he can cure it. And so Kalgra kills this snake. R.I.D. Unnamed Big Snake. And so that night everyone's celebrating because they get the medicine out and the Shandorians are like, Hey, you did it. And Noland and Kalgra become best friends. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for the both of them. I'm pretty sure they fuck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, are, are we
1: shipping them? I feel like you have to at this point with how much they fucking cried over each other.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Kalgra shows them where the ringing is coming from, which is Chandora, the city of gold. Uh, this city also contains a pony glyph, and... The Shandorians believe that their ancestors died protecting the city and the pony glyph within within it, and they're also like, "Yeah, you can just take whatever treasure you want from here. We don't give a shit. Just don't touch the bell because the bell helps our uh, ancestors come home." Also, we see that they find another giant snake that is still a baby. Uh, do you know what that snake's going to become, Janine? Is that going to become Nola? who do you think nola's named after
1: uh north louisiana <laughs>
0: you mean new, new orleans sure no it's it, it's noland nola nolan nola noland oh shit yeah it's been now. there the whole time <laughs> it's like uh it, it is a very different thing like getting this parsed out week after week and waiting on it versus binging it like we're kind of doing. Yeah. Yeah. The sweet baby snake. Sweet baby snake. Uh, So Kagra also shows them a map of Jaya, which shows where Shandora is, the name meaning the skull's right eye, and Nolan provides them with pumpkins and other crops, which is where those sky pumpkins come from. And after a month on the island, though, Nolan's crew is ready to leave, but the Shandorians are angry about something, and Calgrove refuses to talk to Nolan about it. That night, the bell doesn't ring for the first time since they've been there, and Nolan's like, come on, buddy, tell me what I did. But nothing happens, so Moose ends up going to talk to the doctor to explain the situation. Nolan and his crew chopped down dozens of trees, which is where the spirits of their ancestors reside, meaning that those spirits are lost forever. And Nolan's like, oh, shit. Okay, this is something where I can understand why they respect it, and how I have hurt them. I did bad here. And Moose returns to tell uh, Kalgra and the Shandorians that their ancestor trees had gotten tree fever as well, and they would endanger everybody and the rest of the forest. And that's why Nolan had to chop those trees down. So now the rest of the island is safe. Because, like, tree fever has killed entire other islands. And Calgra realizes what he's done. And he tries to talk to Nolan. And we see that Nolan's crew left all their treasure behind. And they're like, how do we get him to stop? And so they're ringing the bell to try and get them. And then like sees them sailing off and he reaches the shore and tells him to come back because Nolan is his his friend. And he promises to keep ringing the bell for them so Nolan can return. It's very good. And then Nolan gets back to his homeland and tells the king and they have to wait five years to get permission to return. And the king is like, I'm going to bring my soldiers along and the king 100% would have genocided all the Shandorians.
1: 100%, yeah. he was ready for it. Yeah.
0: And uh the year before they got back to the island, the knock-up stream shot Shandora up into the sky and Nolan got executed because the king called him a liar. And all of his men were arrested, and the Skypeans, meanwhile, who are currently led by God Ubao, attacked the weakened Shandorians who hadn't adjusted to the like upper atmosphere yet, and got defeated and chased out of what became the upper yard. And eventually the Shandorians find out what happens to Noland, where he's seen as a liar, and Kalgrah was never able to reach Noland and prove that they were there. And died trying to defend his homeland so that way he could reconnect with his friend. And yeah. And so, like, in the present, the storm's intensifying as Enel's moving closer to the bell. Well, Luffy and Nami race up giant Jack. But yeah, no. Uh Kongra and Noland. They're fucking and also, God, I'm The
1: tragic gay story. Yes. Tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. this this it gave us a lot for a gay ship but it also kind of like really looked at um
0: imperialism and fairy rose colored glasses yeah yeah it is one of those things where it's a you know oda i understand the choices that you made you also made a choice where like, these indigenous people don't understand the ecosystem of their own island where they live at all, and... Uh,
1: and also that all of the women are light-skinned.
0: Skin color in anime is always a weird thing. One piece after uh, what I will vaguely refer to as the time skip it gets really bad about that. Um... But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, racism is a fuck.
1: As a brown woman, it's weird not to see other brown women where, where you expect to see them.
0: Yeah. Cause like Kalkara and Chiaya and Settle and even uh less so the actual chief look Hispanic-toned? Is that a way to phrase that?
1: Probably not. They don't look
0: white. They don't look Caucasian, but then, like, Moose and her mother Herb look white as fuck.
1: Right. And before, I was like, oh, maybe that this is Oda subtly trying to be like, oh, this is how they keep everything going as they kidnap and assimilate
0: oh some amazon shit
1: yeah like from and that they and that the the white Shandorans that we know so far were just um former sky people no nope. and no no that wasn't the case uh they they've always been like this this is how their people are this is a thing that Apparently happens.
0: Yeah, uh. Like, 2003, I don't think that animators were thinking that much about race or skin tone when it came to anime. Unless it was very explicit.
1: I mean, I thought that, like, with a lot of the stuff that they're doing, making homages to Native American culture, that mm-hmm. it was explicit, but I guess not?
0: I mean,. Oda. Oda doesn't necessarily have a hand with, like, picking colors. Like, he typically will do, I believe, like, a model sheet or a color sheet. But so, do these characters much...
1: seem shaded at all, or are the other characters seem lighter, or the, the the male chandorns do they seem like they have no pigmentation inside of the manga? Because...
0: Uh... It varies
1: uh that's why we gotta make sure everybody that we are yeah. on the same page when it comes to skin tones inside of particular peoples. try to make them closer together not too varied based on your own eurocentric beauty standards
0: yeah well and like the same thing happens as well in um with uh what's her name um uh reiki where she is also very pale-skinned she died and we
1: we didn't have to remember her name anymore so it's hard to think about it
0: no she's still alive in our hearts linda rodstad uh yeah yeah so it's it is a thing. Um, it is something where I don't think they have a good solution for it. I am excited because the One Piece live action show that's coming out, the cast is like actively diverse and from around the world.
1: Good, and uh, I I hear, I'm hearing Oda had a hand in it, and mm-hmm. it it makes me feel. Better, yeah, but it's also kind of like hearing that The Simpsons had a better episode dealing with the unhoused population later than what we're li- looking at now. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it these episodes are literally from 2023, they're 20 years old,
0: mm-hmm. these um, are from 2003,
1: yeah. This is It's 2023. Yeah. 20 years later. I don't have to be great at math for you to understand. That yeah, no, I understand. We're in point. a, like, this is so weird. Like, it's when you're growing up and you saw all the 70s shit and you're like, man, my parents sure love this. This seems arbitrary. But then, like, you grow up and you're like, oh, hell yeah, that particular year, I'm a fan of it. This is the year I stopped watching The Simpsons because I just wanted to watch nothing but anime.
0: (laughs) Fair. Well, uh, we have some names to uh, match up tonight, so are you ready, Janine? Yes. Alright, we have nine names to match tonight. The first one of these is going to be Kalagara. And, uh, Oh wow, already. Uh King Atticus and Mike P just suggested playing Groundskeeper Willie. And uh, what?
1: Uh, yeah. Just a just a regular non-coded of any particular not even a tree house of horror. But just no. regular
0: Yeah, huh. no, uh, we didn't get that promised follow-up, so I just put it down as normal groundskeeper Willy. I, meanwhile, have four suggestions.
1: Interesting.
0: So you... Uh my Rodrigo style was the Forge Master. Cause Dude is fucking built. <laughs> and uh just very the way he is drawn, the way he kind of interacts, it's all, he's larger than life. He is a god forging something great. And then he's just making a tiny he. But That was my Rodrigo style. My other three ones that I had were William McDougal II, who is groundskeeper Willie's cousin, I believe? Um. Oh no, his father, his father, if we wanted to do a more obscure uh, Groundskeeper Willie-like. I also had Captain Mordecai Barrows, the loosely written Homer stand-in in Marge's uh, romance novel that she wrote. Uh, because I think that would be kind of funny, because do you remember who our Noland was? I don't. Angry Dad! Oh my god. And we picked that, and I, that was me pushing for it, because I like the idea that the actual, uh, Noland is just a very swole... Homer, who just gets depicted as this very simple cartoonish character because when we are initially introduced to him, he is this fairy tale character who is always lying and suffers for it. But instead, the real one is a more complicated character. Who's jacked as shit! And Fox Calgara. Hell yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I had as a very out of left field one, but just a. You know, why not do something completely wild? Uh, Lucy Law. Wait, did we actually do Lucy Lawless? My mind was Lucy Lawless Zena, but I think we might have actually used Lucy Lawless. Uh, yes, we did. Uh, she is our Miss Monday. So technically we could do Xena, but... Yeah. Who do you have, Janine, for Calgara? I have Moses... Uh, which Moses? As played
1: inside of the film, uh, I don't think it is Troy McClure. They don't really see it, but it is voiced by Phil Hartman. Um... In Lisa and the Eighth Commandment. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. she, she learns about it by watching film Moses and the Eighth Commandments. Mm -hmm. and that's when we see a Moses voiced by Phil Hartman, who's doing a Charlton
0: Heston. Which is different than when Milhouse was Moses. Yes, and different
1: from when Todd was baby Moses. Yep. Moses gets around.
0: (laughs) Moses really goes this.
1: Yep. Uh...
0: Who else do you have?
1: Uh, that's all. I um didn't get to, to two names. Like, I started from the bottom up when it came for double naming. Didn't have time to get to this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do like the idea of going with Willie's dad before going with Willie. Yeah. I don't. I kind of want to order pile Willie, if you don't
0: mind. Yeah. No. I. Th- I, I mean, love. Huh? I. I. I am good with that. Okay. So William McDougal II is our Calgar.
1: Yep. And we get to hold on to our Willie.
0: Ooh. Uh. Up next, we have Chia the. Uh. Shandorian Priest who just wants to feed everyone to the giant snake. I mean, you get the giant snake, and you have plans to use it all the time, but you never actually get around to using it, and then you know how it goes.
1: Yeah, and she's like taking space, mm-hmm. you know? No one wants that. Anyway, my pick for this, and I only have one, because I feel like I wanted to do a called shot on what you might Rodrigo style this one. Ooh. And I said Jim Jam Bonks.
0: Ha ha ha. Janine, do you want yes. to know what's funny?
1: What is funny?
0: That's not who I did. Oh. You know who is short and kind of crazy? Who? george lucas standard randall curtis wow
1: i thought you were gonna go for the yoda-esque but for randall curtis uh-huh huh uh-huh uh, the other
0: going... one okay the, the other one that i had that was incredibly a weird choice is emperor akihito of japan You know, just throwing him in there the same way that Homer disrespectfully throws him into the pile of soiled sumo thongs. That's why that episode is banned in Japan. Huh. Uh Uh-huh. That, it also all the other racism in it.
1: There is a lot. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we saved Jim Jam Bonks for a different moment.
1: <laughs> Jim Jam Bonks. Too good for Chia. Uh-huh. Randall Curtis, though. Something in me wants to say, oh, shouldn't we save Randall Curtis? But I I couldn't imagine for what
0: yeah no i mean also the beard the stature thing the kind of very out of touch also we completely forget about him after like the four minutes that he's in the episode
1: that's true uh All right. We'll save Jim Jam, but only because I'm confident that Jim Jam can be saved for something later that we could just bring up. Who knows We're... if we if, if even if we never use him. Just saying Jim Jam bongs to any name is just going to be hilarious.
0: God. We can't go back to <sighs> what was the really dumb one that we the dumb one episode bit that I got threatened with. Because uh, there was one of them where our guest was like, oh, we should do such and such. And then we set it as a rule suggestion for everyone. I don't remember. Ah, Elliot Gould. The good is Gould. Yes, uh, in episode 22. Jordan. Damn it. Jordan, if you're listening to this episode... Somehow. I mean, thank you for listening to it. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I hope you weren't expecting a call-out. I was going to say, when I come to New York City, uh, I will fight you, but... That's that's where David lives, or no, 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 wait, no shit, I was getting them mixed up. Yeah, Jordan, I'm calling you out. No fuck, wait, that's David, that's David in New York City. You're you're on watch, Jordan. You're on watch. We'll
1: find um, out where you live and we'll pie you in the face or something. I don't know.
0: Money's too tight for pie. All right, pie. Uh, We then have moose. I thought we had pie. Oh! Uh, my suggestions that I had, uh, my Rodrigo style, was Gina Vendetti, which... I don't think she's necessarily a great fit. Uh, The other one that I had was Noreen, who is a Jehovah's Witness. Who shows up at the Simpsons' house and Marge is waiting for them to try the new doorbell. But she realizes that uh, they, the Jehovah's Witnesses, are probably bothering people too much and so they leave without ever ringing the doorbell.
1: Amazing.
0: Uh huh. Who do you have?
1: Well, I I have Valley Mercer. She's a background character that kind of... Uh, we don't see too much because she's actually a Lisa classmate.
0: Uh-huh. Fascinating. The The Simpsons fandom page for her has a cropped-out image where she feels like the image is just weirdly stretched or tilted.
1: That's how background she is.
0: Oh, that's because they took a photo from the yearbook for her image. Uh, Wiki Simpsons has the full image or more of the image. Uh, and did you have another suggestion for her? Um, I... Hmm.
1: The thing is, I also had Gina Vendetti, but I was kind of halfway on it because I was like, they're both kind of like understood by their self-sacrifice they have in the episode and how their life gets better after it, but it's like that's because one of them doesn't go through the sacrifice and gets to live and the other one gets rewarded for her sacrifice with a make your own taco night. Um but you know I Homer should
0: have decapitated the warden. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: there are so many things that would make a Simpsons episode a lot faster if just Homer just decapitated people. <laughs> uh-huh. But um the thing is, is that I know there's going to be, like, a female villain that's going to be pretty badass that I'm going to want to use Gina for. Yeah. Because uh, we don't get a lot of badass girls, like, younger girls. Like, we have badass women.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh there's a few that I can think of right now. So, you know, I... I feel like I've gotten two of them and some of them I'm going to fight for pretty hard uh, coming up. So if you just want to use Valley Mercer here, I'm fine with that.
1: Yes, please. Um, A lot of these, I kind of like thought of like, what are some background characters that are never going to like be specific or good enough to like throw on like a, you know, a main, like a three Mm -hmm. star or something. And I'm just kind of like throwing them out at stuff. Mm-hmm. Clearing the odor pile—that's what I like doing with
0: these kind of episodes. Uh, up next, we have Herb, not Unki Herb, uh, who is Kagura's wife. And uh, who do you have for Herb?
1: I have Gappy May. She is one of the people on Yahoo! The Simpsons version of Hee Haw! Mm hmm.
0: Any particular reason?
1: Um, because I felt like I had already used Gappy Mae, but I didn't get the character, and this is basically me just like trying to push for like
0: an older choice, you know, back on the board. Fair enough. Uh my Rodrigo style is actual actress Ellen Burston. And my other suggestion I had is Miss Albright, the Sunday school teacher, who's in a lot more episodes of Early Simpsons. Like she's the one who explains that the ventriloquist goes to heaven but the <laughs> dummy goes to hell.
1: Oh my god,
0: yeah. I, I feel like a big bottle blonde who you're going, who you've wanted to use before, might be better to hold on to than Ellen Burstyn, who we will forget she exists.
1: That is true.
0: So, are we good using Ellen Burstyn? Hmm.
1: Sure. I have no real strong attachments on this one.
0: Fair enough. Up next, we have Seto. Not Seto Kaiba. Yes, Yugi, you've wandered into my trap. <laughs> that Maybe. hurt my voice. I need Did... to do more voice work.
1: There's no good way to do it. I don't know how his his voice actor is able to keep it up for a while. Like that seems like a voice you have to do in sprints.
0: Yugi, you'd not believe what I've done. I've been able to play this game for eight hours without coming. My girlfriend is so upset with me. I'm the master of this kingdom. What if Yu-Gi-Oh was about playing those weird ads that you see represented in, uh, in website ads, web banners? Yugi, we're fucking under attack. Yugi, your highness, I need more energy. Please put in your credit card. I promise it won't be stolen again. Yugi, if you click on this new ad, you'll get these two new girls who look like they're fingering each other. That's an ultra rare gotcha.
1: Yugi, most duelists can't get past level 5.
0: Yugi, help this old man in his mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this bit, but also voice hurt.
1: Only in short sprints. Anyway, uh... Was it my go? For...
0: Yugi, you've got to pull this key out, but do it carefully, otherwise Mokuba dies in lava. (laughs) Yugi, my new form of death plus. Death plus plus. It's available now in the App Store. Uh, yeah, so Uh I had two suggestions. My Rodrigo style was the Anakin Skywalker-esque character, which I believe one of the wikis said was a Luke Skywalker-esque character, but it should be Anakin based on the movies that they're complaining about. And then the other one that I had was Marlin, the other Jehovah's Witness. Ah, who you got, Janine? I had Bort,
1: the my son who's all who's also named Bort. Bort. Mm-hmm. But I also have, and stick with me here, mm-hmm. Australian squeaky voice teenager. He was calling the frogs Chazwazlers. That's Australian.
0: Janine, I'm going to have to level with you here. There's an Australian one piece. Australia squeaky voice teenager is my trap card. Uh, yeah, no, Australian squeaky voice teenager works perfectly. I'm going to just roll with it. Hell yeah. All right, we then have Honor the doctor for Nolan's crew. Who you got for honor?
1: Now, starting off, I have Glenn from the movementarianism. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Although I do feel like that that character can still be used for malicious other purposes, but they just generally seem like a person who's going around with the program more than Mm -hmm. just maliciously leading people into it. And the next one is Bill Dandy. Um, he was in the Telltale Head and the owner of the candy shop.
0: Oh, Candy Most Dandy, the one that's seen in the like opening credits for years, but then they never actually go into the store until like four seasons ago.
1: Damn. Sure, yeah, that's the very one. Janine, Is I'm fucking ready to talk about Candy Most Dandy. Is Bill Dandy still there?
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: Amazing.
0: Well, I've got two of them, but I I think I'm going to convince you of my good one. My, my Rodrigo style is Kyle, the guy who runs the uh like clinic where Marge checks in. and doesn't really do a lot. But the one that I think is a winner is Dr. Nick from the Amadeus parody, who gives Bart too many leeches and helps to kill him.
1: Huh. Kind of the opposite thing where you have an incompetent doctor that gets people killed rather than... However... I'm zagging. I do like Dr. Nicks. Mm-hmm. Of any certain variety.
0: Oh, yes. The tree fever will kill you and the trees. That's That's not a good Dr. Nick. That's but not the, also. That's not the most
1: egregiously bad voice that you've done this episode. Thank you. Whoa, Whoa. Bill Dandy versus Doctor Dick sounds like a wrestling fight.
0: <laughs> you mean Doctor Nick? Yeah,
1: but that's what's going on in my head right now.
0: Ah. Uh so hmm. I think we should hold on to build Andy he also got a real fucked up looking head like he, he has a season one ass design and we're going to get some real fucked up looking people in one piece I hope so. Yeah, I also just wanted to get a doctor. Abide is Dr. Nick, very much. Doctor like for name. doctor.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Who do we have next?
0: Up next we have Kashigami, which means nine grain cereal god. Kashi. No one's thinking about Kashi. Uh the two that I had here, my Rodrigo style was Fartzilla which was an illustration that Bart made that was confiscated and then returned to him uh, in Juvenile Hall. And then uh, bringing back Pacifier Snake. Even though this snake is not baby. Nola is baby. Nola is a snake that cries, Janine. Nola is a friend. Who do you have?
1: I have... Two. I have slithers, and mm-hmm. I have
0: Fartzilla as well. I'm going to use. I'm going to use slithers here. Hmm. Get you another point on the board.
1: I don't know. Fartzilla would definitely do it too. I mean, it'll get you on the board too. But I, I mean, don't know.
0: I've got four to two right now. (laughs) I'm trying to help you move those numbers, Janine.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to get Mike to draw something weird.
0: I mean, do you think that Kashigami is in a good scene with both Kagura and Noland? I don't think so. Mm Hmm.
1: Alright, we'll use Slithers. That is the blade that I chose for myself that I got stuck with.
0: Haha! <laughs> and I mean, Kashigami doesn't care who they eat. Slithers ate the man who made him. Uh, we then have Coburn, who is the chief of the ancient Chandorians. And uh, who you got here?
1: I have Old Clerk Guy. Mm-hmm. I believe he was in uh, Homer versus the 18th Amendment. Uh, but he does kind of like show up again. Uh, and also Bob Hope. Interesting. I have no idea what we would use Bob Hope for, and I'm just like, old man, old man? maybe fits. i don't know bob hope got a fucked up head janine you Uh, really want to hold on to these fucked up heads and like we still have like i don't know are the tracy allman designs of the simpsons available for use or are they still yeah but there aren't
0: there aren't a lot of side characters for that like there is a point where i made a very dumb idea to start being like oh what if i cataloged every character that we could use and then That became less viable as time went on because it became a Simpsons rewatch and then Abby wanted to rewatch as well. And then it's just like, eh, we're turning it on in the background. Uh, The two that I have, my Rodrigo style, is the Galactic Chairman. And then uh, Casino Manager, the uh, Native American one who reads Bart's future. That one's just a toss out there. Uh, I could go with either Galactic Chairman or Old Clerk Guy.
1: I don't find any use for old clerk guy, so let's let's use him.
0: All right. Up last we have Ubal. Ubal, you got? Oh wait, my suggestions for Ubal are either actual actor Jim Broadbent or the leader of the Movementarians.
1: Ooh, the leader's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you'll like what I got.
0: What you, watch you, what you got?
1: I've got Birch Barlow, the Rush Limbaugh parody that helps Sideshow Bob win his election. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that all? That is it. I am really gonna go hard for Birch Barlow. This guy is a piece of shit. Looks like one. Have you seen the picture of him? He definitely looks like he is ready to get a whole bunch of brown people off of an island so he can claim it for himself. Uh. However, the leader does also look like that, so it's like you
0: know. So, we have yet to get to the shittiest people in the series. We have yet to get to the most Republican like characters. I, we we got to Uter of Birch Barlow for a bit.
1: Wow. Hey, everybody. Luke loves Birch Barlow over here. Regular Birch head.
0: Uh huh. I'm a big Birch boy. Love my Birch beer, love my Birch back chairs. Love my birch back hats. I'm just birching it up. Birch, please. Uh like and subscribe and check out my store for some birch merch. <sighs> Go and uh get some birch. birch merch with uh Jack Harlow. Birch
1: Barlow merch that looks like rush limbaugh shit but with like really like birch barlow's face instead like right the mm-hmm. fuck on it like that just feels like such a fucking you got to be deep in the simpsons pain to even like get it kind of
0: i mean last year for christmas i got devon a crab shirt damn that would be good <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh. Ah. Yeah. Uh we have yet to even get close to the shittiest people in one piece. Wow. So,
1: yeah, have you yeah. ever have you ever like people out there? Have you ever had just a something that was just so terrible that you were just like no? I have to save this for the right moment. <laughs> uh huh. That's like when your trash day is like three days away, but you have to like put something in the freezer because if you put it inside the trash can, it's going to smell up the entire time. Hi. That's what I... we're doing with Birch Barlow. So yeah. we'll put the Birch Barlow in the Birch Barlow bag and we will, I I guess we're gonna go home with the one of the last Native American parodies that we have left for us.
0: I mean, Ubal is a, is a Skypean. Huh. What do we want to use? What were your I mean, Uh I had the leader and also actual actor Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent? This,
1: this is really weird, though, because I figure that the leader would be more of a piece of shit that you would want to save for later than Bertie yeah. Arlo.
0: I mean, I'm closer towards uh, Jim Broadbent. I think my mind was just like, the leader could work. Um, Jim Broadbent, who is uh, in enough things that he has his own Wikipedia page. Uh, you might know him from... The Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Robots. Weird. Uh... Oh, in Hot Fuzz he was uh Inspector Butterman. He was a uh, Nick Frost's character's father. Ah A great bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. Let's see here. Well, huh. Okay. What if... Mm -hmm. Hmm. What if we use the warden?
0: From the Wandering Juvie. Uh, so that warden is not just from the Wandering Juvie. He is used in many places.
1: Oh, and we've already used them before?
0: Uh, no, but there's something else I want to use them for.
1: Jeez. Instant Pile.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that earlier tonight you ever just look up at the... Do you ever look up... Janine, do you ever just look up at the stars and think I want to put all of your ideas into the God, I mean, apparently you've been thinking that because
1: I can't seem to really get one through. I mean, no, I've got a few. That That's just me yeah. reacting to what's happening right now because I don't feel comfortable where we're landing with this character and it's like so hard to sign off on everything and we're past an hour of raw recording time and I'm like how? Mm.
0: I mean we could both tiredly disagree to use the leader
1: He's the one that fits the most between hours that we have available, and he's the one that I want to use the least.
0: Because you think that there's going to be another cult leader in One Piece? I mean, if there, is leader?
1: if there isn't. If there isn't, I mean, like, the most mm-hmm. obvious one we didn't use, but, geez. The guy does proclaim himself as God, so I guess it does fit the best.
0: Mm-hmm. And he uh, does get a bunch of people to give up all their possessions when he does a genocide.
1: All right, we'll get we'll have him the leader.
0: We tried. I mean, you don't want to do Jim Broadbent.
1: I wanted to feel like I got like the essence of the character onto something. And uh you know I I bet I bet high on birch and birch came up snake eyes
0: and we've seen what happens to snake eyes in this episode two of them get chopped off That wasn't a good joke I recognize that it wasn't
1: anything you you had some good ones this episode you don't need to have all of them be good let's let's keep on going where are we in the episode we've got Uh, all of the names
0: yeah uh we are now at the part where uh we go over uh where people can find you online Janine,
1: where can people find you online? Huh. Sorry. You can find me online on Twitter at Janine Juliet. You could also find me on... Let's see. I'm trying out co-hosts for the first time, so if you look up uh, Fuchsia City Girl on co-hosts, you could be able to add me and, I don't know, maybe I'll stay on there. I'm trying, like, a lot of different ones. But I'm also on Instagram. Janine is dope. You could be able to see any selfies that I post up. And I'm also on various other Luke Hare podcast productions. Luke, where can the people
0: look at you? Nowhere. I have nowhere to be found. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at @coltreg. That's K L L T R E G because I... I don't have the energy to like figure out another system or I don't have invites there. Like there's a Facebook page for the show and I just keep forgetting to update that. It's just another thing that's not part of my normal system. Uh, but yeah, you can find more of my stuff at lukehair.com as well. Uh, I am also I have a gumroad and an itch.io uh under Coltreg and uh yeah. No other current shows to promote because I'm on post-wedding hiatus for starting new stuff. And also Tears of the Kingdom. Uh you can follow our artist of uh, the covers, uh Mike Patton at Patton Pending, P-A-T-T-E-N-P-E-N-D-I-N-G on uh, the Instagram or Twitter. Mike does a great job. Uh, his prices are affordable. Consider giving him money to make your crazy mashup art come to life. Uh, We now, once again, have a YouTube that is on under my name, that I believe if you just... uh, I'm going to go and YouTube this on my work account right now. Uh, YouTube Domance Dawn. No, I said Domance Dawn, not Romance Dawn. Yeah. Uh if you look at it and say no, I don't fucking mean romance, Dawn. Uh you can find the two episodes under my Luke Hare YouTube page. Uh shout out again to my sister for making those episodes. They've Thank you, Luke. Or views. Thank you, Christine. Uh, but yeah. Otherwise, you can visit com, our website, or follow us on the Twitter at, at domants, where we will normally say what characters you can pick from in the next episode because there's a lot of them. Speaking of Je- uh, fuck. Uh, speaking of the next episode, Janine. Yes. It, it's time for Skypia to end. Finally Uh uh-huh we have one character left or one more character to rank but yeah we're we're getting off the Cloud islands and we'll never ever ever come back at least so far so we can rejoice janine we can rejoice and be happy and uh I'm going to cue up a sound clip to use next time. I'm excited. Anyways, Janine, anything else to say before we head out? Really excited to be out of Sky Island. I'm afraid of heights. Word. Safe sailing. Have a great night. Much love. Peace. Uh, uh,